don't want to get up for Mass this morning. Such a drag to get up so early on a Sunday morning. By the time a Catholic enters adulthood, they are more likely today than ever to stop following their Catholic faith. We must work together to turn this around. Do you find it difficult to find time to teach your children the faith? Is it hard to find the right way to teach your children the faith? Are you ready to take more responsibility to help the children you know prepare for eternal life in heaven? You've come to the right place, and I am here to help. This is All About My Catholic Faith, a podcast series to help you learn your faith and inspire you to better share the faith with those you love. And now, it's time for All About My Catholic Faith. Hope you remember in our last episode, that was episode 15, we talked about the two great commandments. And remember, the first two great commandments that we talked about were, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with your whole heart, your whole soul, and with your whole mind, and with your whole strength. And the second great commandment, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as yourself. Today, in this episode, we're going to talk about the first commandment. Remember, we listed the Ten Commandments in our last episode, and today we're going to talk about the first commandment, which is, I am the Lord thy God, and thou shalt not have strange gods before me. So before we get started, as always, let's think about these few questions during this episode. So, number one, what did the devil tempt our Lord to do? Number two, what did our Lord do? Number three, what should we do when tempted to sin? Number four, why do we owe supreme worship to God? And question number five to think about during this episode, what do we earn by loving and serving God alone? Okay, well, let's get right into this episode with our first reading from the Holy Bible. This is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 1 through 8 and verse 11. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. Then the devil left him 
and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Do you remember that God is our creator? You remember that he made us and everything? And that we really do owe him all of our love and all of our service. You know, in the reading that we just heard, Jesus really showed us by his example of how to love and serve God above everything else that we do. You know, when the devil took him up to the mountain and tempted him by offering him everything, all the kingdoms in the world, what did Jesus do? Well, he refused. He refused the devil. He was not going to bow down and worship him as the devil wanted him to do. You know, Jesus loved and served only his Father, God the Father. And Jesus did this all the way, all the way to the cross. He followed God's will his entire life. And The Lord Jesus said this in John chapter 8, verse 29. I do always the things that are pleasing to him, the Father. You know, Jesus showed us how to obey the first commandment. Remember, the first commandment was, I am the Lord thy God, and thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Jesus told the devil to go away. And he did not give in to the temptation. Now, you and I every day are tempted by the evil one, by the devil, to do bad things. And we know what's right and what's wrong. And we should also say, no, I'm going to follow the way of Jesus. So, do you follow Jesus Christ in your daily life? Do you refuse to listen when the devil tempts you? And do you place God first? We should serve God. We should serve God by faith, hope, and charity. You know, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, Jesus said this. He said, For what does it profit a man if he gain the whole world, but suffer the loss of his own soul? And this is a good example of what happened to Jesus up on the mountain. He could have gained the whole world, but he would have lost the most important thing, and that was his soul. Of course, Jesus would never lose his soul because he is God. But if we give in to the temptations of the devil and we do not follow Jesus, then we may lose our soul and go to that dreaded place, hell. But if we follow Jesus Christ, we shall never place anyone or anything above God. We will always love and serve God alone. And when we do this, we will certainly save our soul. We will make sure that we make it to heaven one day at the end of our life when we die. And there in heaven, we will certainly have happiness with God forever. Now, the first commandment of God is, that I am the Lord thy God, thy shall not have strange gods before me. So remember that. That's very important. When we hear that commandment, we should only worship God. 
And, of course, Jesus is God and the Holy Spirit is God. Remember that. It's very important. And we can worship Jesus, we can worship the Holy Spirit, and we can worship God the Father. Remember, that's the Blessed Trinity. But we are not to worship anything else. We should not worship our parents. We should not worship money. We should not worship video games. Nothing else shall we worship. How do we really worship God? How do we worship Jesus? Well, we really should worship him by praying to him and by doing acts of faith, hope, and charity, and really truly adoring Jesus in everything that we do. And you know, as a Catholic, you will sin against faith if you do not believe what God has revealed. Remember, what God has taught us through the church and through Jesus is very important, and we should believe that in faith. That is a very, very important part of making it to heaven. We can also have sins against hope. Remember, we're talking here about faith, hope, and charity. And so, how can you actually sin against hope? If you despair, if you become so sad, that you just give up, you don't want to do anything, then that's despair and that's a sin against hope because you should always have hope. And also, if you presume that no matter what you do, that everything is going to be all right, well, you, it's, it's a little bit different than hope. We have hope that everything will be all right, but we're not here just to know absolutely that no matter what we do, no matter how bad we may be, that everything's going to work out. You know, it's our responsibility to follow what Jesus and follow what the church teaches and not just presume that everything's going to be all right in the end. And what about charity? What are the kinds of sins that we could have against charity? Well, that would be if we really show that we hate God or we hate our neighbor, and if we're really lazy, if we cause bad things to happen to other people, if we do things on one hand and say something different, then that's called a scandal, and that is also a sin against charity. You know, charity means love. Hatred is the opposite of love, and envy is kind of like jealousy when you're jealous or envious of someone else, what they have and what they have succeeded in. Sloth, again, is when you're lazy. You know, we're not supposed to be lazy. We're supposed to get out and do things and work and do our chores and pray and go to church and not be lazy. Now, there's a difference about being lazy and being just so tired because you've been playing so hard or working so hard. You know, that's not being lazy. But being lazy or being a sloth is when there's no excuse to not do something and you just want to lay around and not do it. And again, scandal is when you set a bad example for your friends, for your family, or for your community or your church. Alrighty then, let's read a little bit more from the Bible. This reading is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, and it's about the faith of the woman in this story. And it's from Matthew chapter 15, 
verses 21 through 28. Then Jesus went from that place and withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did him homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour. All right, so now we're going to hear what St. Paul says about hope. And this is from his letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verses 23, 24, and 25. And not only that, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that sees for itself is not hope. For who hopes for what one sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. All right, and our last reading is also from St. Paul. You know, St. Paul was a, a very important writer in the Bible, and he wrote a letter to the Corinthians. This is from his letter from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak in human and angelic tongues, but do not have love, I am a resounding gong or a clashing cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and comprehend all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away everything I own, and if I hand my body over so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, it is not jealous. Love is not pompous, it is not inflated. It is not rude, it does not seek its own interest, it is not quick-tempered, it does not brood over injury. It does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. If there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing if tongues, they will cease if knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know partially and we prophesy partially, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I used to talk as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became man, I put aside childish things. At present, we see indistinctly as in a mirror, but then face to face. At present, I know partially, then I shall know fully as I am fully known. So faith, hope, 
love remain, these three, but the greatest of these is love. I have a very, very important question for you. Are you ready? Here it is. Are you ready for some questions? All right. I thought so. Here's some yes or no questions for you. Number one, did our Lord Jesus do what the devil wanted? No, he surely didn't do what he wanted. In fact, he told the devil to get away that he, that he also should worship God alone. Jesus did not worship and did not do what the devil wanted him to do, even though the devil promised him the entire world, all the kingdoms in the world. Question number two. Did our Lord Jesus always do what pleased his father? Well, I don't know for sure, but I would say beyond any doubt that Jesus Christ, our Savior, did everything that God the Father wanted. He totally and completely gave his will to the Father and said, Father, I will do what you want me to do. Because Jesus knew that's what was best. Number three, does prayer help us when we are tempted? Well, yes, it does. Prayer is so, so, so powerful. Anytime you feel tempted, anytime you feel that someone or something is in your way, leading you down the wrong path, trying to make you do something that you don't want to do or that you know that is not right, just step back, say a prayer to our Lord Jesus, and ask him for strength to do what is right. And I promise he will always lead you down the right path, and you will get extra strength from Jesus, from God, and from the Holy Spirit. Number four, does charity mean only giving money to the poor? Well, no, that's what we typically think of a charity is giving something to somebody. But remember that charity is not just that. It also means that we should love God, love our neighbor, not be jealous or envious of our friends or other family, and not to be lazy. Make sure we get up and go to school and do our chores, go to Mass. Oh, so important. Go to Mass every week. And throughout the week, too, if you have that opportunity. Such a great thing. And whatever you do, don't set bad example for your friends or for your, your little brothers or sisters or, or for anybody. Okay? The last question, the last yes or no question is, do we obey the first commandment when we give God the worship that he deserves? Well, absolutely. Remember, the first commandment is to love God. And it, it actually says, I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not have strange gods before me. And that means exactly not to worship anything else, but to only worship God. And remember again that God is the Blessed Trinity. It's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now here's some fill-in-the-blanks. Presumption and despair are sins against what? That's a little bit hard, but remember that presumption and despair are sins against hope. 
always keep hope and never feel so so despairing that you think that there's no hope. Always remember that there is hope. The second fill in the blank. When we do not believe all that Jesus told us, we sin against what? Well, that one hopefully is a little bit easier. We, we sin against faith when we don't believe what Jesus told us, or we don't believe what the church has taught us since that. The next one, hatred of God or hatred of our neighbor or hatred of anyone is a sin against what? Yeah, that's a sin against charity. Remember, charity is not just giving things to people who need them. It's also loving and not hating those that we know and those that we don't know for that fact. Here's another one. If we resent somebody else's blessings, we commit the sin of what? Yes, that is the sin of envy. It's like being jealous that someone out there, someone that we know, has something bigger or better, or they're healthier, or they're taller, or they're stronger, anything like that. When we are jealous or envious, that is a sin. And the last fill-in-the-blank question is, if you and I, if we do not give God our love and our service, then what commandment are we sinning against? Well, yes, remember, we're talking about the first commandment here. And if we do not give God our love and service, then we definitely sin against the first commandment of God. Remember, the first commandment of God is, I am the Lord thy God, and thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Remember that Jesus worshipped his father and not Satan. Remember also that God is our creator. He made us and he made everything in the world. And we should also worship God. Remember, that means God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. What I'd like you to do, if you can, I know you can, is every morning when you wake up, make a promise to yourself and to God that everything that you do today, you're going to do to please God. And that you'll hear other people and you'll hear me, me say, do it for the glory of God. That means that you're promising that everything you do, you're doing it in order to please God. I really thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast series. I hope you'll take time to share this podcast with those you love and care for. You can also help our efforts by becoming a supporter of this podcast. It's easy to do. Just click the link that's at the end of the podcast notes or on our website, allaboutmycatholicfaith.com. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast directory. And if you like this podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review so we can get this message to more people. If you are Catholic, make sure you go to Mass this week and every week. You'll be able to be with Jesus and his other friends and followers. The angels and saints are all there too. If you're not Catholic, you're always welcome to come to church with us and to see and learn why we love Jesus so much. I hope you continue to listen to these lessons to keep learning about why we love Jesus and his church. If you know someone who wants to learn more about the Catholic Church, please tell them about this series. Until next time, please pray for me 
and I will pray for you. God bless you, and bye for now. All About My Catholic Faith is a 2CJs production.